Hi everyone, you're listening to the Bialucci Podcast. Uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. Oh, thank you for introducing us there, Charles. We are back. hey Well, this is, a, <laughs> this, this is a trailer, so don't get too excited. This is only a short one just to let you know. No, there's no danger of them getting too excited. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of excitement, to be honest. I can yeah, hear the cheers going up around Thailand. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> boys are back. Yeah. Uh, why, why Thailand? Uh, that's one of our biggest listenerships. Remember? Uh, I thought that was Vietnam. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been it's good one of those two. It's one of, well, we've just in, <laughs> insulted a continent. Roll the roll the end credits. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I for one, uh, I for one, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're back. How are you all feeling, Charles? Uh, hot, sweaty. Yeah. What t-shirt you got on? You Happy. always bust out a good t. Oh, Clint Eastwood. I did. That is. I, oh, I, yeah, nice. I think I've seen that one before. Yeah, yeah, and I, I coveted that it then, and I covered it's it. Pretty now. cool. Yeah. So what it's films cool. that? The Fist the Ugly. Oh, the Good Bad and the Ugly. With the longest end scene. Like yeah, you couldn't get away with that now. Just eyes uh, on eyes. Tarantino could. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he probably does. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What's of... this thing about him? He said he's only doing 10 films and he's on his whatever ninth. Uh, yeah. There's lots of conjecture because he counts, for example, Kill Bill parts one and two as one film. Yeah. So how so, many has he got left? So that's think, one. Well, I think he is on 10 now, but he his argument is that Kill Bill is one film because that's what he intended. I, I don't think he's going to complain if he's like, you know what? I'm going to do another film. <laughs> like, I think everyone will be like... Fair play. Go ahead. I saw an interview with him the other day, reminded me when I was putting the magazine together. It's quite interesting because I always look when anybody does anything weird, I think, listen to what how they do interviews, especially ones where it's not like David Leno. What, who's David Leno? Do you mean John Jay Leno? Leno or Jay Leno? Jay Leno, sorry, Leno yeah. yeah. I meant David Letterman and, and Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, and it was quite interesting because he said, it's weird. You don't think of things like this. He when when because obviously he was working in a video store. It was that cliche yeah. thing. He was in a video store, never been in a film set, just talking about films all the time. And he entered a screenwriting thing, and he got to go to this thing this weekend writing course. First, that's it. All he's had to do with films, and um, he went. So he's doing this speech at like UCLA or something to the kids, and um, he said, uh, "So th- there was like some old horror director." that nobody half knew he was one of the tutors for this uh, meet this guy sort of thing. And he said, nobody knew who he was. And I was like, wow, that's that guy that did like the grindhouse or the B movies or what mm. it was. And he said, I can't believe that guy was there. So he said in the lunch break, um, he went up to him. He said he was sat on his own and everyone was sort of like out having cigarettes and all that. And he said, I can't, he went up to the guy and he said, Oh, um, hi, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I couldn't believe I sat there with him. And he, I, I was talking about films and cameras and he was writing stuff in a, um, on a piece of paper, like where the camera should be and why you do that. And he said, I couldn't believe I sat here with him. And, um, he, he said, he even threw the paper away when he's talking. And he said, I said, can I keep that bit of paper? <laughs> and he went for it and he went, it's just, just to remind me of whatever. And he said, I could not wait to get back to show people this piece of paper. So I can't remember the guy's name, but anyway, he went, you're not going to believe this. He went, but. I, I, I knew what I wanted to do with films, but it had nothing to do with films. He said, I knew the music, the thing, I wanted that style with that person, the thing, and there. He said, but I had, nothing, I had nothing to do it with. And he said, I said to the guy, look, you know the movies? And he went, yeah, and he went, you know the lighting and the sound and the thing and, blah, and all the thing and music? Yeah, he went, I said to him, um, how do you do that? <laughs> and he went, right, Quentin, listen to me. He said, because you've never been in a film set, you've never worked with movies, you don't understand something. And he said, it's not actually your role to make the film. He said, your role is to have a vision for what you want the film to be 
and then find people within the fractions of making a film who also believe in what yeah. you want to be. Uh, yes, and that's communicating it to yeah. the department heads. And most people yeah. might go, oh, I don't like this style. That's not my thing. I'm not into that. They said, you need to find people to go, I get what you're trying to do. And I'm going to use my expertise in this field. And you're the sort of, you add it all together. Yeah. And he said, that was a massive thing. To he said, you don't have to see the whole thing. He said, that's not your role. It's literally just your vision or your script or whatever. And you find people that buy into that and you get them to do their bit. And you override overall things and things like that. And I thought, oh, I mean, that's strange. Like, even that in the, it's not the whole thing. That's, your, that's not your thing. No, not at all. Like, go on. There's, no, I was going to say, there's different uh, types of directors because, I mean, I'm sure you've been on sets as well. There are more hands-on directors. There are directors that, you know, will grab the camera and, like, muck around, you know, yeah. and, and take shots and do that. There are people who don't have a clue about lenses or, well, I know Spielberg's or any of that. They that. just leave it to the DA. Spielberg's into he knows about sound. Like, he's an expert in everything, which is its own thing as well. I understand that. Um, what's his last film he's made? Steel Spielberg. Uh, was it was it Ready Player maybe One? Maybe Ready Player One. One of those. Isn't there? Is, oh, there's he, a Ready Player Two coming. Is he Avatar? No, no that's, that's James, James Cameron. Cameron. There's West Side Story coming out. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. So that's on its way. Yeah, that's. Uh, Does that work? Looking forward to that as a movie. It's already well, done it. It's already, already a that's the thing. I don't. It, that's it. It's Spielberg, so fine, of course. But I don't. You don't watch West Side Story and go. Oh, this is oh, swing and a miss with this one. You need to remake this. <laughs> That's a weird film for him to make. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, he's, but you look at his career, he's made all sorts of, he's made every, you know, across every genre. Less, uh, probably less so with comedy, I would say, but all his films have comedic elements in them. <laughs> I mean, 1941, yeah. which is a flop. Oh, Maybe right. that's why he stepped away from yeah. There was an interview the other day and somebody was angry because they love James Cameron. Yeah. And they said, is he doing Avatar? Uh, he's doing Avatar's yeah. 2357. They've got on the slate, like... He said, I'm angry at him that we've basically lost him. He's going to have a 10 years wasted just yeah. making these bloody films when he could be doing good films. I don't know. I quite enjoy the first Avatar. I mean, the story is pretty... I'm just worried it's going to be a Jurassic Park. It's just going to be the same thing again and again for three years. Where'd you yeah. go for a sequel, honestly? Yeah, that was yeah. the only thing. Yeah. I, I didn't watch that film and go, I wonder what happens next. It's like, they literally go, and now it's, we won. It's, the story's <laughs> finished, isn't it? Come on. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's not like Star Wars where at the end it's like, well, they blew up the Death Star, but there's still Darth Vader out there. There's still the whole of the rest of the Empire. Yeah. There's all this. You go, well, we've got these... Un you, you, they kind of won, but it was like they won the first battle. They won the battle, not the war. Yeah. I saw... Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, bloody... William Shatner. William yeah. Shatner. He's, he's still knocking about. He's like 90. Yeah, he's 90. I think he's going to be 91 this year. So they met him and they were trying to annoy him because he said, I just want him to tell me to go F myself and I couldn't get him to do it. He was being really nice. They they had a Star Trek movie marathon on last night and now obviously after watching the football, I watched uh, Star Trek 2 and Star Trek 3. Yeah. Movies. Yeah, it didn't stay out for four. I... Four is kind of fun, but I don't. It's not. People always talk about it as the best one, the most, you know, and all this kind of thing. I think what they mean is it's the most accessible one, and it's the most, it's the kind of most breezy, slight. I don't think I've ever watched any of the films. Uh, I definitely watch Wrath of Khan. Um, I've heard that's the first three. The first three, the original. What's the one with the whale? That's number that's four. four. Yeah. Was that a flop or was that? No, no, no. That's the most successful. One, it really. worked. Yeah. The whale, something about a whale. I think because they because there was a time travel element and it was a sort of fish out of water, which just meant you know, <laughs> hey, well um, done. Well, that'd be mammoths out of water. But um, uh, I think it made it meant that anyone could go and watch it and be like, oh, okay, I get what this kind of is. Did you, know? you see the recent article that came out and it was about dolphins getting high? They've just realised, no. On no. what? Good. Um, yeah, I was going to say on what. So they've just videoed this thing oh, where they've caught like dolphins getting high. On what? Or smoke, smoking a bit around the back of the on uh, park or whatever. Pufferfish. 
So you know, the little fish that blows itself up, which is deadly to human yeah. beings. Well, the poison or something. Yeah. They, what they were doing, they were playing with it. They were annoying it, so it puffed up. Then they squeeze it with their mouth, just enough that it doesn't kill them, but it releases the poison. Then they throw it to another one. The other dolphin gets it. And for about five minutes, these yeah. dolphins are throwing them to each other, squeezing them, have it in taking the poison, then letting it go. And then they just start floating and sort of rubbing against each other. The dolphins for like 10 minutes. He said they're literally getting high. They don't kill the fish. They don't yeah. squeeze it too hard. They do it just literally. We've all been there, haven't we? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> What's that song? You know, I was going to go to death, but then I got high. But can't sing anymore. Yeah, but he's like, I was going to swim. <laughs> But, but then I think of that though, like they're just getting high. Yeah. Literally. I quite like that. Yeah. I mean, because I think they're one of the, they're a bit like one of the few animals that does, you know, it play, they play, yeah. um, they uh, have sex, not just for procreation, yeah. like they do it for pleasure yeah. and for, for sort of communal, you know, intimacy. Do you ever remember the, the, um, the, the, there was a woman in the 80s, there's a documentary came out about it and she brought up like these dolphins. She was in uh, uh, Florida or somewhere like that. And it was big in the 80s. What do you mean she brought them up? Like from kids or whatever, baby dolphins, right? So she was famous. So she was like well-known at the time for like dolphins. Like she was famous for it. So this documentary- These were in captivity? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, right, I was going to say But like- she was studying them, but you know, a nice person. She lived with them and all in the water and all that. So like stayed- it. No, she did. She like- <laughs> No, it's just- I know, I, I 100% accept- yeah, she didn't have I just a tendency. her like in a- Like a- <laughs> Like well, what, one of the things that made her famous, right? And let it let me get it out. It's oh not as God. she said. So it was she was on the front cover of a magazine with like these dolphins. Like she was well known, like a David Attenborough of the time. Yeah, 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 fair enough. And so she jerked one of them off. Okay. Now, uh, now I felt that was said, maybe maybe. <laughs> let me finish. Okay. It wasn't. It was. She's a science. She was doing it scientifically. What? Um, yes. No. Because that's how much she she said she didn't think it was stupid. Because what was happening was she realized it was at the age it was aggressive and it was attacking other dolphins. So she had to do it. What? To release its aggression. No, but... And she's a proper so they scientist. Weren't, they, weren't, uh, they weren't um, lady dolphins. No, it was a male dolphin. No, 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 but as in, like, the whole group was male. I don't know, honestly. But this, was the, okay. but this is what made her famous at the time, because it was like everyone was taking the piss that this woman's done this thing. She's done, look, it's just nature. I'm doing it, so it does. it's aggressive, and I need to calm it down. Anyway, so the whole thing was about her really caring about these dolphins, mm. and uh, it ran out of money, the thing, and they had to get rid of these dolphins. And she said, I'm not letting these dolphins go somewhere unless I know because they had to go overseas to Russia I think and she was kicking off about it and there's a big it was in the media for a while about I'm not letting them go and fighting trying to raise the money and all that nationally this is she was on the front cover of the magazine anyway so um she so this is the documentary looking back so eventually there was a thing of Russia they're going to take them blah 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 and she was like well I don't trust them this that and the other and like to her it's family sort of thing eventually she had to and she let them go and they made promises and whatever and um and this is like a few years ago I'm remember probably more than that. So then the, the documentary that she fight she lets them go and it's promised this and they're gonna be looked after and whatever. And it comes back that either a couple of months or a couple of weeks after the dolphin's dead. And she's like they're devastated that the, the dolphins All of are, them. No, the specific one that was the one that she yeah, yeah. helped. She said, um and yeah, so she was like one of the big people that did the she was like the Diane Fossey of dolphins. She yeah, found yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff about the mirroring, putting stickers on them so they could see and all that. Anyway, so um, she went, the investigation, she found out what happened. So they promised her nothing. It just, so she went and found where the dolphin was. So the massive aquarium, the, the thing and all that, the thing was in something that looked like a, a very large jacuzzi. And what had happened to the dolphin, she'd realized, there was a little cover up. The dolphin had killed itself. And she said, like, what had happened? 
um, the blowhole, it had, you can't force it open because it's you, you go under and it just happens. Mm. The dolphin had forced open the blowhole and drowned itself. And you think, think when you see the picture of where it was, you go, how yeah. does it even turn? And that's the thing where it's supposed to go. And so it forced the, uh, the oxygen, uh, the water into its own blowhole and killed itself. Oh, yeah. Horrendous. Yeah, I was in, uh, long story, but I was in Amsterdam Zoo. And With permission or <laughs> running a mop, yeah, yeah. Like unsupervised. You'd woken up from you transformed <laughs> yeah. back from the werewolf, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I freaked out because they had like this fish and like it had like a human skull. I beg your pardon. It, it, it had like no. human feet. Nah, but it, okay, it was like a big. It was like face, a fish, a big face. Yeah, but it had like a big face. And Have you been like the puffer fish again? Maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. It, well, and it had, but it had like. A big sort of face and like it had like human features. I don't know why you keep saying this with like we're supposed to go. I think I know what you're talking about, but I think you threw us off with the skull thing. So you mean mean it looks, skull is, you can say, oh, that a bit like you would look at a cloud and go, oh, that looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. You would look at that and go, oh, that looks like a human skull. But it was in such a small um, thing that it couldn't really turn around. And then I completely freaked out and had to like leave. Well, the thing, the, the, the fish, I don't, well, I shouldn't say, it's not that I don't mind, because you go, I just hope they don't know they're being captive, cap, uh, cap, what's it called, captive, what's the word? Held, uh, held captive. captive. Yeah, held and captive. It's why somebody said, um, uh, watching something on chimpanzees, mm. and it was after that somebody got pulled under the gates of one of the chimpanzee things, and, and um, the, the, the trainer was saying, why they're the most dangerous, it's not just, because lion's dangerous. Yeah. He said, the, um, the, the, the chimps are smart enough to know that you're holding them there. Yeah. Whereas a lion doesn't understand. It's just bouncing up against the wall, which is horrendous anyway. Yeah. But the chimp knows you are keeping me here and they trick people. So they have to have fences behind fences. You can't even get near them because they'll sit there with their backs to you, sort of giggling and smiling or whatever. And then they're just waiting for you to come there and they'll just reach under and grab you and pull you through. And that'll shred your legs. They'll pull you through. But he said, yeah, he said, they know you're, you are keeping them there. He said, that's why they get, when they attack people, they go for the face and the genitals and the fingers because they know that's the most important thing for like living. Mm-hmm. So they're that, they're that sapient that they know to do things like that. But I thought, oh, Christ, that's the worst thing to know that you're, I'm being held here. And but they never, I mean, they used to say that about slaves, you know, when they used to bring tribe people over and just look at them in a cage. It was the same thing. They didn't think, well, they're not family. They don't understand love and joy and things like yeah, that. Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a um, an enormous concerted effort to dehumanize, um, mm. for example, African slaves for the longest time, you know, um, to I'm, say, I hope, you know, I'm hoping this doesn't offend, I'm just saying what that was done at the time was that people, you know, it was like, People, you know, Africans have whatever smaller brains. They yeah. were, white white man's there. burden, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all this like, oh, we've got to look. You know, that the noble, you know, the nobles have all this kind of stuff. Um, you but know, it's especially just to justify it. the slave that, like, the pygmies when they'd find they yeah. went, you see photographs of it still where they're in a, like the four of them in a cage on the back of a van and they're just driving them around. Hmm. Not slave, just driving them around because they thought, well, there's no, they're not human. Well, they're human I'm, zoo, wasn't they? Like in Belgium. Well, that's yeah, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw. Lovely, lovely upbeat stuff, rather. Right. <laughs> I know, we started off nicely. This is like, disgraceful. Oh, started talking, you started talking, and then you, it's people Unfortunately, banking off dolphins. Like, like what? I felt there was maybe a, a way to phrase that more, like, you know, more clinically. <laughs> well, well, what do you want to say? <laughs> I don't, you know. Uh, um, mastication. Well, no, not mastication. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, when I say it's the mouth, I mean, it's indigestion. <laughs> right. Um, oh, hang on. Um, forgot I'm needing the mic. Um, 
Yeah, but no, no. Listen, you, you laugh, but that should hurt. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm, it was. Mo- I was. It was. I was only it's taken back by your choice of words. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, you think what they have to do uh, that has to be done with farm animals. You know, when yeah. you need to get um, them to stud and stuff, or you yeah. have to help out that sort of thing. No, it was more your choice of words that caught me. Have off you? Guard. I forgot what I said. Have you ever uh, been on a farm? Have I ever been on a yeah. farm? Yeah, yeah. When you're not, at the zoo. I mean, woke, not woken up. I mean, <laughs> surrounded yeah, by dead sheep. There's farms around me, so I, you know, I sort of walk past them. Yeah, okay. it's quite nice going to a farm. Yeah. I don't know what that line of questioning was. It went nowhere. <laughs> it was just, have you been on the farm? Like, well, no, now, now we're back. Now we're back. We're back. <laughs> uh, been on the farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're up now. Listen, we're giving them too much content here. We've got to do, we're, we're, oh, this is wait. supposed to be a trailer. I mean, and, they said, Andrew, what's going on in your life since we've last been on? Uh, Script writing. God, I haven't been on for it. Oh, no, we have been on for a while. We haven't been in the studio for a while. Yeah, yeah. I've just been doing a bit of writing. I'm uh, carrying on writing at work. It's still quite nice to wake up and be like, oh, I'm a professional writer. You know, I'm... I was doing it, but like it, the fact that it's every day is still nice. Yeah. So that's quite. Charles, what's been. Oh, you got a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Trade union. Um, <laughs> activist. Right, yeah. Representative. Yep. Need to not re- not representative that, that yeah. I'm, I'm not, but uh, yes, I work for a trade union. How do you feel now you've come through the uh, the coronavirus thing? Do you feel a better person? Uh, I mean, uh, it's interesting you say come through it. It reminds me of that thing at the end of Blackadder, the last series, where they go, we lived through it, the Great War of 1914 to 1917. We've just had to stay indoors. That's all we had to do. The fact that they think it's over. I know, but that's heartbreaking. Yeah, that is horrible. I don't see any point why we can't just go, right, all governments, let's just get one year back. Let's just go back again. Everyone's birth certificate, one back, one year back. I say we should have a do-over, because last year's complete write-off, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, I think that works. I think that works. Do you think do though? You... Though I mean, okay. Do okay. Let let's you know. Let's be real here. Things are going well. Vaccinations. Okay. I mean, I would Death. say don't lose last year because we 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 managed to uh, get rid of some baggage last year. I don't mean people. Yeah, yeah I don't mean well. Hopefully. Uh, one uh, one very orange bag. Yeah, is what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart. Yeah. Well, we might more or less got rid of him. Still though, August apparently. Oh, is it August now? August, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if people are wondering what we're talking about, we're, we're sort of... Um, we're going to take a stand here at the Vialucci podcast and say well, that we're not necessarily pro-Trump. No. Um, <laughs> I, I have so, I, there were some things about his presidency yeah. I had an issue with. Um, yeah. So that's what we mean when we say we lost back. But yes, um, apparently, is it the QAnon people who say that it's... you know there were, Any so day was, now. Any yeah, day. It has been. It got, pushed, it got pushed twice, didn't it? But in very quick succession, it was like March and then April... And then I think they've given up, but then it's come back that now it's August. August. I, yeah. I thought that had gone away, and then it was like, August, he's back. And I'm like, but when you say QAnon people, I just think, oh, re- like hidden perverts and people uh, are angry. Not necessarily. I think, it, I think it's a lot of people who are up late <laughs> watching just Fox News. Yeah, or and not YouTube. even necessarily Fox News, just falling down the rabbit hole of YouTube. I do, you know, I don't, I don't blame people for. Um, but, you know, believing, you know, going, oh, mainstream media is live because that is demonstra- that is correct. And things that are, co- you know, um, for example. There's a, there's a kernel of truth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a kernel of truth. Always, yeah, magnified. Yeah. Always yeah. there. If you go, oh, well, all, all the people in charge, like, oh, they're all corrupt. Well, yeah. And like, oh, what, Hollywood's full of, like, sex, sex yeah, things. Thing is, and, like, the, weirdos. Okay, well, yeah. yeah you know, but they're uh, not all, ne- but not all of them. And they're not all necessarily blood-drinking lizards. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's lizards, the thing. Satan it's, yeah. it's, it's like. Can't we? Isn't it enough that they're jet that they're scumbags like you know walking excrement like Weinstein and Cosby, who is now free, unfortunately, at the time of recording. Um, well, uh, Giselle Maxwell, her lawyer, has now put forward the Cosby defence. He's as a legal thing now. I don't know what he's got off with. Uh, his um, his was because he was 
essentially cut a deal. Yeah. So it was that it would be, uh, I think, if I don't know if he had to confess or something, but essentially the, the evidence would be used, but only in a, maybe it was a statute of limitations. Uh, it was a civil case. It was a civil case. It would only be used in a civil case, but then um, the prosecutors used it for a criminal case. Because yeah. oh. obviously a civil case, you don't go to jail, you just pay money, you know, like OJ. Yeah. But this is, yeah, but I mean, this is like one case and there's, you know, Dozens and dozens, and dozens not hundreds of allegations of yeah. people. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Sorry, Sorry. You so I'm just saying that you know this is it's. I know this is what they're getting him on and what they yeah. did get him on, but it's just like, have we got anything? You know? Yeah, I mean, I just, else? I'm just like, just get him off. He's got to be on tax evasion, sure. Yeah, like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the things. It's it's like all these people. I'm like, you know, I just get them behind bars. I yeah. don't, I don't care anymore. I don't just, think everybody's good. Put off. Just bung yeah, him away. Just, just put, put, you know, it's like, of course, Capone, for example, because that's always the famous one horrible murdering scumbag who should not be glorified in any way you know he's you know i think that the untouchables got it quite right that he was a horrible piece of shit my French. you know not like oh he's a gangster you know because we glamorize the crazy in this mm. country i find that very bizarre because they're so um, small times all the crazy yeah exactly things, just yeah. like they're just a couple of face fathers. face cutting <laughs> thugs who you know went around they were just um what was it what was a it? protection racket yeah and, thank uh, you that was yeah. i can remember what it was and, and killed killed a couple of I'm guys like, and then went to prison wow, for the rest of their these lives. are admirable people yeah um but anyhow i'm just like look at the end of the day he went to jail um and then just became a syphilis ridden wreck and i'm like i'm you know just talk to his plans because he was insane yeah. and i'm i'm quite happy with that that's fine you know was full justice served no but some just so whatever just oh. if he if cosby jaywalks anything like because you know they've got the three strikes and you're out thing aren't they just get him on two more things no but where could he, have to be three you think when he's out what can he do where can he go he's going on a tour he's, he's already i shit you not again i'm sorry i apologize i'm sorry um but it's just so like, really. But he's going on a, like a speaking tour to give his side of the story. And 100% people are going to pay for those tickets. I'm sure he'll have a book out as well. Oh, yeah, so yeah. You know, my story, yeah. my yeah, version. But I saw, I saw um, on Twitter people going, yes, you know, just, you know, freedom for Cosby and uh, the truth is one. And it it reminds me of that woman, uh, the dove lady with Michael Jackson. Remember Michael Jackson's got off and then that lady released uh, a <laughs> dozen doves. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. yeah, the Michael Jackson thing. So, right. I was going to say about the IRS, though, uh, about the, you know, tax man. Uh, yeah, I remember the Joker said, uh, Joker got a tax bill. And he says, whoa, okay, right, we're paying that straight away. Yeah, and they're like, what do you mean, boss? And he's just like, look, I might be crazy, but yeah, I'm, not I'm not stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we'll leave it there. I we're, mean, such we're, cheerful. We've already, I was trying to <laughs> angle it back something Dolphin death, Cosby on the loose. What else are we Joker. Football, uh, what's happening in football going, Charles? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, it's coming home, isn't it? Where, where's the World Cup end? It's the European Championship. Oh, right. Where, where does that end or whatever it is? Uh, it will end at Wembley. Oh, in England, yeah. In next week, next Sunday, yeah. So, so, yes. so it's been a pan-European contest, which wasn't even. The, I think that was always the plan, even pre-COVID, wasn't it? Um, highly suspicious. Yeah, yeah, it's like they knew. Um, so it, it's taking place in half a dozen host countries, and then you, depending on how the draw works in terms of who you end up, yeah. how you progress through the tournament, you. So for England, played two games no all four, three four, four games, games at yeah. home then next game tonight um because we're recording this on the 3rd of july um will be in rome uh and then i think the semi-finals and the finals are back at, are at wembley oh, it okay. just happens to have been that yeah. way so for us, when, when's it over then next saturday Oh, okay. oh, Sunday. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Next Sunday is the last, is yeah, the that's game, the final. is it? That's the final, okay. yeah. So that's when Charles and I will start answering our phones again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So that's that's the show we're back. Happy to be back. Yeah, yeah always. Back where yeah. we should be. 
Um, so that's the show. So that's a little trailer. And uh, we will be back with more well, interviews after a year yeah. or so. We will get back to where we, we were. We will try and talk about more optimistic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the show. So thank you very much for listening. Cheers, we will everyone. be back soon, you lucky, lucky things. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Could be like-